This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everyone, Matt Straub welcoming you to the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is Tuesday, November 3rd. We have a good bit to talk about today. We're going to get into a little bit of NBA schedule talk. The start of the upcoming season seems like a bit of a moving target, to say the least. We are also going to talk fantasy and NBA old guys. Who do we trust over the age of 30? Which players would we draft over the age of 30? Which players would we avoid over the age of 30? It's a constant topic of discussion and fascination here. And today we're going to dive into it a bit more as we look ahead to the season. That is all coming up on the show. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Right now, let's welcome in my co-host, Steve Alexander. Steve, what's up? Not a lot. We got some got our power back. Uh, Congratulations. Tropical, tropical Storm Zeta uh, did a number on the town that I live in and really all of North Georgia, which being five hours away from the coast, I didn't really think uh, 17 years ago when we headed down here that we would be affected by things like hurricanes and tropical storms, but it takes our power out uh, about once a year. So we're back. We're rolling. We lost power here in Atlanta for at my house, I think, for about about half a day. But the winds were wild. I think maybe upwards of sixty miles per hour were the gusts on that night. I woke yeah, up in we, the middle of the night. I woke up at like four forty five and once I heard the wind I was like, Uh oh, I'm not getting back to sleep. <laughs> not yeah, that. that's that's when everything went down here. It was about five in the morning and uh we lost power for three days and then I've got friends and neighbors who still don't have power so what was the moment steve in those three days was there one moment you're like wow i would not be doing this if i had power like what was the most bored or just like what was the most power is out activity that you did well i spent a lot of time at 
places that had power. <laughs> okay. okay. I spent a lot of time at Johnny B's bar and grill watching their televisions and playing their golden tea machine and eating their food. I, I think my favorite no electricity moment was uh, I went and looked at a car in Atlanta on Friday. Thanks for the phone call. My son was here by himself all day with no electricity, no phone, no nothing. And when I pulled in the driveway, he came running outside. And uh, he's like, thank God you're home. And I was like, do you want to go to town with me? And he's like, yes. And he like ran into the car. And he never wants to go anywhere with me. He never wants to really leave his room. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he was he was dying without uh, technology and power. He- He's too busy watching Derrick Rose highlights to leave his room. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hating on Damian Lillard, who happens to be how old? How old, man? Uh, Damian Lillard. Oh, wow, Steve. Segway <laughs> of the year from you. It's 30. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, we're here today to talk about the fantasy old guys. We were originally going to do the all old guy team in the vein of our all load management team. But Steve, when you and I were talking offline, we decided that maybe this one is just better to call this something like the top 20 fantasy old guys. These are all players over 30. We're going to go through this list and make the case for why we would or would not be willing to draft these guys. Of course, for a little background, if you listen to the podcast regularly, you know that we kind of see 30 as the sort of scary beyond for some NBA players, especially for non-stars or non-superstars it gets starts to get real risky in a hurry drafting some people after the age of 30 so we'd like to talk about it are we obsessed with age i don't know steve would you say that uh, i don't think we're obsessed with it no I, we're not obsessed with it i'm obsessed with like i don't like drafting guys who feel like they're old <laughs> like like Derek favors is not going to be talked about today because he's only 29 but to me, when I watch him play, I feel like he looks like he's about 35. So, what about having like old man game? Because that can be, you know, that can be a real compliment in some ways. Like, what if it's like it? I don't, I'm trying, I'm struggling to think of an example. I mean, does TJ Warren have old man game? I guess he kind of does, right? Yeah. I mean, TJ Warren is going to be somebody that's going to be fun to talk about once we get to draft time because his run in the playoffs was incredible. His, Regular season was nothing to write home about, and his career is sort of—it's just been—he's kind of just a guy who scores. But uh, yeah, he was so good in the in the playoff bubble. He was, um, but you raise a good point because that is not today's conversation. So let's just jump into it, Steve. <laughs> As I said, the qualifications are: you have to be over thirty to make this list to make this conversation. And so let's just start at the top, Steve. The number one player on draft boards really i think for a lot of people heading to the season will be 31 year old james harden this is a case where i don't think we need to overthink it i don't have any concerns about that 31 next to james harden's date of birth are you concerned there at all nope yeah we can move on with that one the next highest ranked 30 plus year old player is the aforementioned damian lillard he was number three overall in nine category leagues all of this is according to basketballmonster.com when we talk about rankings 30 again for a mediocre player or average or whatever, I would want to take someone in their 20s. If we're talking about a star, a superstar like Lillard, I'm not worried about 30. I assume that's the case with you as well? 
Yeah, I'm not I'm not concerned at all. Um and it's interesting, like thirty thirty years old in basketball is sort of like when running backs go away, they go away very quickly. Like it they happens do. so fast. And we might be witnessing that from a guy like uh, Zeke Elliott right now. I hope not, but sure isn't doing much. But uh but when the guys turn thirty in basketball, it's more usually more a gradual, you know, decrease in skills and, and whatnot. So I think it depends on how many miles they've got on their legs and how many injuries they have had. But a guy like Lillard, I mean, he he gets banged up. He's he'll miss eight to ten games or whatever, but he's still good to go. I think the reality is once you get past thirty, you just need to make your decision, and that's kind of what we're trying to do here: is decide whether you're in or out, because that that is an additional factor you have to weigh. You can't just ignore it. I don't think safely. I think that's a very risky strategy strategy to just draft based on last year's numbers without looking at age. So I think that's why we're having this conversation. And the next name on the list is Jimmy Butler. We've talked about him a lot in the bubble. Well, we didn't talk about him in the bubble. We've talked about his performance in the bubble and the playoffs. He was 12 overall in nine category leagues. He's 31 years old. Steve, I have a little bit of hesitation on drafting Butler. I think I will try to avoid it just given his injury history and now his age. I love him as a player. He grew on me so much, but I'm really actually going to try not to draft him. Where do you land? I do not love the idea of drafting 31-year-old Jimmy Butler. I could see there being a scenario where I would draft him, but I would prefer not to. I mean, this is your this is a second round pick most likely that we're looking at. So Yeah, I mean I might take him in the third or the fourth, but I'm not taking Jimmy Butler in the second round. The next highest ranked old guy, and now we're really getting into old here. This is the oldest guy we're going to talk about today, actually. And Steve, that is LeBron James, who was number 16 on Basketball Monsters 9 category leaderboard. Obviously, was a monster during the season, throughout the playoffs. He turns 36 in December, Steve. Are you concerned at all about... LeBron coming off that finals run, coming off the finals win, any sort of hangover season. I mean, LeBron is so anti-load management in general, but do you worry at all about this upcoming season as just inevitably being some sort of championship letdown season from LeBron? I'm not worried about that. I have heard, and I I don't uh, have a source, but I've heard that if, if the season starts right before Christmas, like some people want it to, that LeBron may not play for the first few weeks of the season. Because LeBron has got a schedule for his body set up where he does the same off-season routine every year. And I, I don't know if he would sit out for sure, but I think there's a possibility that if they start too early, he may say he's not ready to go. So I'm worried about that more than more than I am him uh, running out of gas, having a letdown, or getting hurt. Because at 35, he looked amazing, and I just don't see a drop-off coming at 36. Well, Steve, you bring up a good point because we did want to talk a little bit about the schedule. So let's just pause our over-30 conversation here for a second and talk schedule because according to a recent report in The Athletic, the NBA has been targeting a start on December 22nd for the upcoming season. We talked about that recently. That's really soon. Meanwhile, According to Chris Haynes of Yahoo, some NBA players are pushing for the season to start on MLK Day, which is January 18th. So there's some disagreement there. 
and some question of how long the season will be depending on when it starts but the bottom line is it's certainly worth watching Steve because you know you mentioned one potential ramification that being LeBron and if this season is going to end up starting earlier it really could impact guys who are trying to be cautious with such a short off season yes and also if if it starts December 22nd we're looking at a 72 instead of an 82 game season and if it starts in January it could be in the 50s uh, for the number of games and I, I guess there's also the possibility that the two sides may never come together and I guess the season could potentially not even happen but I don't think that scenario is is likely but yeah it's kind of weird it's kind of it's gonna it's an interesting time to try to write a fantasy draft guide when you don't even know when the season's going to start or how many games they're going to play. Yeah. <laughs> Important details. Weird. Important details. Well, or we you know, we also don't know who's on what teams. Like free agency hasn't happened, the draft hasn't happened. It's insane. We know what teams these next two guys are on. Both are 32 years old, both former teammates, former recent first round fantasy superstars i'm talking of course about kevin durant and steph curry both are 32 steve we've talked about these guys recently kevin durant of course coming off the achilles injury which he's now probably going to be a year and a half removed from steph curry broke his hand last year missed most of the season what do you think about drafting these two i think for me it's curry 100 percent yes durant probably i think both these guys are first round fantasy targets and if they somehow fall toward the latter half of the first round it's very hard to say no thank you yeah only because Durant's injury occurred such a long time ago um, and he's had ample time to rehab and get ready you convinced me of that last podcast actually and what Durant yeah I'm in on both of them okay you know it's funny because I'm sorry that I did that because I would say I'm more in on Curry than Durant simply because Curry's injury was to his hand. He he had a whole year off almost off, off of his legs. I'm sure he's been playing a lot of hoops. But, you know, the point being, he didn't get a ton of mileage this past season, nor did Durant. But I just worry because of the nature of that injury, it scares me a little bit more. But I, I will draft either guy. And I think both have a very strong chance to be first round caliber fantasy players again. The next up, Steve, is a guy you just mentioned. That's Chris Paul. He's 35 years old. He was 15th overall in nine category leagues this past season, which is amazing because I think he was written off by a wide array of people drafting fantasy teams just because of the injury concerns. And he he got it done for OKC. 17.6 points, 5.0 boards, 6.7 assists, 1.6 steals, 1.6 threes. Great percentages, low turnovers. He was just a fantasy dynamo. Played in 70 games. I don't think I would roll the dice again, though. I mean, I think he'd have to fall pretty far for it to happen. In no way would I f- feel good about making him a top 25 pick this year. What do you think? Uh, Chris Paul proves me wrong every single year. Because I know. I've He's been, amazing. I've been, He's amazing. I've been worried about his knees for 10 years. I've been worried about him getting hurt for 10 years. I've been worried about his age for a few years and he just keeps bouncing back and going off. And I, I never draft Chris Paul, and I'm certainly not going to start now. Yeah, I mean, 6.7 assists were the lowest of his career. At some point, this is all going to come crashing down. I, I don't think I want to bet against Chris Paul. I, 
Will I be shocked if he has some sort of repeat of this? I won't, but I I think where he's going to have to go in drafts is going to be too early for me. I'm with you. Next up on my list here is Nikola Vucevic, 30 years old. He was 18th overall in nine category leagues this past season. I don't think there's a lot uh, to worry about here. You know, we're talking about a guy who just passed the age of 30, still a really productive top 20-ish fantasy player. I think he's perennially undervalued in fantasy for whatever reason. So I'm going to be drafting Vooch everywhere I can this upcoming season. I feel like I'm destined to draft Vooch until the end of time. I'll be the guy who's drafting Vooch when he's, you know, 37 and terrible and and trying to justify it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't seem to ever end up with Vooch. But like you said, he's, he's so consistent. He does everything you want a center to do. He plays in the games he's supposed to play in like like he's sort of the poster child for like a stable fantasy basketball player he's just really really good I think you're right he's perennially undervalued for whatever reason I don't know what if it's because he plays in Orlando or if it's because you just don't see him on sports center or what but man he's a really good player and I, I'm not scared to draft him either Steve, we're going to go into kind of quick hit mode because we have a lot more names to get through here. Kyle Lowry was 22nd overall. He's 34 years old. Much like Chris Paul, I think Lowry continues to defy expectations. He was a guy who was relatively easy to get in fantasy drafts this past season. He certainly was worth it. So if Chris Paul were somehow to fall into the Kyle Lowry draft range, I think I would draft him again. I mean, if these guys are available for you somehow, you know, 35, 45 range of your draft, I think it's worth taking a swing on him. Are you at all concerned about Lowry? Or would you be willing to draft him, you know, if, if he's in that range somehow? Yeah, I, I feel better about drafting Lowry than I do Chris Paul. Lowry just doesn't, he doesn't feel like he's old when I watch him play. <laughs> so I'm okay with Kyle Lowry, as long as it's late enough, like fourth round pick. LaMarcus Aldridge is 35. He Ooh. was 25th overall in nine category leagues this past season, thanks to a career-high 1.23s and 1.6 blocks, I believe, if mem- my memory is correct. We talked about him when we were talking about the all-load management team last week. I think every player we've talked about so far, I can envision a scenario where I will draft them in some league. Even Chris Paul, I can see it. I cannot see a scenario where I end up with LaMarcus Aldridge in any of my leagues. I cannot see that for myself either there's load management concerns there's injury concerns there's age concerns there's the fact he plays in san antonio concerns like none of it i i want nothing to do with lamarcus but again i mean he continues to defy age he might be worth it for somebody but that somebody is not me Dietz and watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com. 
T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Drew Holiday is also 30. He was 40th overall in non-category leagues. He had such huge expectations coming into this season. People were talking about Drew as a potential first-round caliber guy. Coming to this season, did I say? I mean, like a year ago. He was good, but not great. Shaky free-throw shooting, over three turnovers per game. The counting stats were good. They probably will be again. I just think with Drew Holiday, because of his name and the expectations that come with him, you're not going to get him in the range where he actually finished. So again, this isn't about age for me or any of those concerns. It's more about the draft pick you have to use being much higher than what his production might be. I feel like that was the case last year for sure. But this year, after what happened last year, I don't think the expectations are going to be as high on Giroux. And he might fall to a place where it would make more sense to take him Okay. than last year. Like last year, I feel like he was kind of a bust because... We were high on him. People were high on him, and it just didn't all click. This year, I think everybody's going to be a little bit more down on him, like you were saying, which could lead him to fall to a point where I would draft him. Russell Westbrook constantly goes early in fantasy drafts. He finished 43rd overall in nine category leagues this year. He's almost 32 years old. His points, rebounds, assists were excellent, over 27 points per game, nearly eight rebounds, 7.0 assists. We got 1.6 steals. His free throw percentage was better this year. Obviously, the turnovers are high. But again, we're talking about a guy who finished outside of the top 40 in nine category leagues, now almost 32. Here's a guy, Steve, who I think is basically destined to continue going inside the top 20 of a lot of drafts. And I just don't think it's worth it, all things considered. And age, again, is pretty low on the list for me of concerns. Yeah, Westbrook is a guy I will draft in a points league without too much hesitancy. I will not draft him in a head-to-head league. Kemba Walker is 30. We've talked about him recently. We talked about him being on the all-load management team 100% staying away. If I draft Kemba Walker anywhere, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> is that like when you when you're like walking down the street with your wife and you see like an old man wearing the white New Balances and, and a, a shirt with a penguin on it. And you're like, hey, if I ever dress like that, will you stop me from leaving the house? Is that sort of like where we're at with I th- you? And I think so. I mean, because I do like Kemba Walker, the player. So I think I can see Kemba Walker as being one of the great trap players in drafts when whenever the season starts and whenever we're drafting our teams like he's still there that's a big name that's still on the board oh man like oh, i've got a couple of players on my team already like imagine throwing you know vintage kemba into that mix i just think it's risky because they are gonna it would be shocking if they did not manage that knee quite a bit so big time player big time name recognition dangerous fantasy pick i think yeah, I'm not drafting him either. Brooke Lopez is 32, Steve. He was 46th overall in nine-category leagues. He is a guy who will get you a lot of threes and a lot of blocks and a lot of headaches, I think, in fantasy. <laughs> I don't worry about his age, though, really. Brolo did not shoot threes, and now he does. And he shoots a lot of them. He hits a lot of them. If I need a second or third center late and he's sitting there, I'll take him. But I'm not targeting Brooke Lopez. He's like a sneaky 
source of blocks, but my recollection is that his blocks were extremely inconsistent last year. And I'm just going to pull that up real quick. Stand by with me while I internet this. Just going into basketball reference here. Just looking at this Brook Lopez game log. It's kind of true. I mean, yeah, here's a perfect example. New Year's Day, six blocks. January 4th, seven blocks. Then the next four games, he goes one, two, one, zero. Then two, four, five. And then a bunch of low block total games. Three, two, one, two, eight. Like, you don't ever bench Brook Lopez if you draft him because you're going to miss the value on one of those random seven or eight block games. That's where so much of his value comes from. So kind of a maddening boomer bust guy, I think. And we all have realized that if we've started him in DFS a time or three. Yes. Gordon Hayward, Steve, has crossed past the age of 30. He was a top 50 player when he played this past season. This is another guy, if I draft him, just say, Matt, what did you do? Why'd you do that? Don't we always say Ryan Knauss loves Gordon Hayward? Did we make that up? Oh, no, he was going for the Gordon Hayward haircut, wasn't he? <laughs> he told me he spent he spent a great deal of his adulthood attempting to achieve the Gordon Hayward hairstyle. And uh, I don't think I'm going to be trying to get Hayward on any of my teams. Celtics over the age of 30 scare me. It's the Kemba Walker theory. This is a team that has bigger aspirations. And uh, yeah, no thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm out. Oh, and by the way, Hayward player option of 34 million for the upcoming season i'm gonna assume he is he is opting in i'm just gonna i'm just gonna take that bet <laughs> if hayward didn't get hurt if, if he was healthy his whole career i might go for hayward because i really liked him in college at butler and love the fact that he's playing for brad stevens and playing for the you know celtics and everything but that team is so well-rounded and so deep and there's other guys that eat into what he does and it just makes me not want to deal with it steve let's go super hyper quick hit mode for the remaining guys on our list one line on kevin love 32 years old was the 57th player in nine category leagues also made our load load management squad your thought hard no (laughs) hard pass ricky rubio is now 30 believe it or not ricky rubio who was playing in the Beijing Olympics when he was about 11 years old is now 30. (laughs) (laughs) He was 63rd overall in nine category leagues. I mean, we know what Ricky Rubio is as a fantasy player. He was solid this past year, 8.8 assists per game. You kind of know what you're getting with Rubio. What do you think? 30-year-old Rubio? Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, it's fine, right? I draft him every year. I don't know why. I feel like he's a guy who is going to be there in the middle rounds of your draft. A perfectly safe draft pick. I think you actually can't go that wrong here because you're not going to have to spend an early round pick on him. Danilo Gallinari, 32 years old, 64th this past season. Yay or nay? You know what? I got sucked into the Gallinari wake last year. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I can't. I'm done. You know, Steve, I really like him as a player. I think he's a really fun player to watch. But fantasy-wise, it's so heavy on points and threes, and that's so easy to get elsewhere. I can get it without the risk elsewhere. Yes. Al Horford is 34, Steve. He was 68th overall in nine category leagues. I can tell you firsthand, he was an absolutely infuriating player to have in fantasy this past year. The only scenario where I'm drafting is the one we talked about last week, and that's if I draft Joel Embiid early, in which case I also want you to grab me by the shoulders and yell at me and ask me what I'm doing. Yeah, if I'm setting a DFS lineup and I know that Joel Embiid is not going to play, I will throw Horford in there. I am not drafting Al Horford. Draymond Green is 30, Steve. He was obviously a massive, I don't even know if headache is a strong enough word for what Draymond Green was in fantasy leagues this past year. 87th overall, 
43 games played. Would... <laughs> no, I, I would not. I can't. Ever. I can't. I do think there's a chance he bounces back for someone. I think there's a chance he bounces back this year, but it's definitely not happening for me. Uh, a few other names, Steve, that caught my mind. Eric Bledsoe, Derek Rose, Carmelo Anthony, J.J. Redick. You drafted any of those over 30 guys in fantasy leagues with a later round pick? No, I'm not. But uh, props to Melo for for coming back and, and having a good run with the Blazers. That was that was actually sort of cool to see. Agreed. Carmelo with top 25 fantasy value there. Remember when Melo was like churning out defensive stats when he first returned and had super fresh legs? He was like getting steals and blocks. Yeah, it was really weird. That didn't last, but it was fun. All right. Well, that about brings us to the end of our uh, our over 30 assessment here Matt Uh, I've got one more thing oh yeah hit me with it the ringer NBA show Danny Green was on the ringer and Danny Green said if we start in December I think most guys are like I'm not going to be there to have that quick of a restart I wouldn't expect LeBron to be there for the first month of the season and it sounds like he's saying a lot of players are balking at that December 22nd start date and the league wants to start on December 22nd because it's like 500 million more dollars they can make and also christmas day is sort of like when most football fans start paying attention to the nba anyway so that date makes a ton of sense then again mlk day is a huge basketball day also that's sort of like fantasy players super bowl because every team plays during the day and yeah they start at noon or whatever so both dates make sense but sounds like lebron wants to start in january way to bring it home there by the way because danny green is 33 so nicely done it really ties it all together here i will not draft danny green (laughs) under any circumstances all right that about does it for today don't forget to subscribe to the show on apple podcast spotify wherever you listen take a second to rate and review us as well we would appreciate that we are currently coming out with new episodes every tuesday so we will see you next week thanks to all of you for listening Steve, thanks for taking the time. We will talk to you soon. See you. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.